Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to a zombie radio production. You're all going to die down here. Welcome to a 12-step program for your zombie addiction. Zombie Anonymous. I'm Jesse Pittsburgh, and I'm a zombie-holic. I'm Freak, and I'm a zombie-holic. I'm Micro, and I'm a zombie-holic. Alright, what's up, everybody? Welcome to... Guys, we're on episode 10. Episode 10. Can you believe it? 10 whole episodes. I'm so excited. <laughs> you just can't hide it. I just can't hide it. And I don't know any more words to that song. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, um, we have exciting stuff this week for our 10th episode. We've got A, a serious movie. we got some iZombie. We have a speak pipe mes- message from one of our listeners, which I'm excited about. And I know Micro said he's got a little bit of zombie news for us later on. We so we got a little zombie news. Got some, got some fun stuff going on. So what do you guys think of the iZombie finale? Oh my god! That's Holy shit! Know. Awesome. <laughs> it was. I was blown away because I, I saw it after you guys because I was not home, but um, I watched it last night and I or yesterday and I was like, oh my god, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good season opener when it comes back. Believe me. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, the whole thing with her turning, uh, what's his name, Blaine. Bad zombie boy, that's what I call him. <laughs> Blaine back to human. Like, we don't know, A, how long that's going to last because of what happened to the zombie rat, you know, episode prior to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she also turned major, so. Right, and, that's exactly where I was going. with it, so. Got two guinea pigs waiting to see if it actually worked. Right, and Ravi doesn't know anything about this at this point. Right. And then she kind of just took it. <laughs> yeah, and then there's Lane, who he knows if he stays a zombie, that all shit's gonna go loose. Oh yeah, because like he said, I suppose he knows he could, where all the zombies are. I suppose he could still feed zombies brains, even if he's human. He could. He already has a rapport with his customers. That was one hell of a Mexican standoff, though. Real, I mean, it's either you let me go or apocalypse. That's right, that's something. right. <laughs> of course, on the same Mm-mm. account, then they may not. The other zombies may not trust him if he's no longer one. That's true, right? But they may not know. 
Unless, you know what I mean? I thought we discussed that they can usually tell. Yeah, you're right. You did say that. I I think you brought that up. I think I did. I don't know. We were usually drinking on this podcast, so I don't usually remember. And speaking of which, we didn't go over our drinks for the evening. I know. You were so I'm, excited you forgot about it. I know. I know. I'm drinking a little Sweet Baby Jesus chocolate peanut butter porter, and it's actually really good. Again, if you're a coffee drinker, you will enjoy this. and It's Blast pretty good. Tomorrow. And it's... I know. And I'm a Catholic, too. I'm going to hell. And it's at 6.2%. I'm experimenting tonight. So I started with the lowest. And then I'll work my way up to the highest out of the six that I picked for tonight. I I usually only get through four beers, but we'll see. (laughs) It's not a race. Who's next? Well, I have a Bud Light mixed tail. And this one's a hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I heard. About those, it's I probably would never drink one. Is it good? What kind? Is, it's a hurricane kind. Yeah. And um, do we see water over there? You do. That's just from my throat. Heineken. Oh, well, so, Heineken. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Young man, Eric, uh, micro, excuse me, <clears throat> is drinking this evening. <laughs> well, it's ten. We got to celebrate ten. Yeah, that's right. I agree. But good. So everybody will have a buzz by the end of the show. <laughs> we shall hope. All right, so back to some iZombie. Micro, thoughts? I want to know what the hell was in what Blaine was eating at the end, because I think that's going to be a big tell. Was it, I mean, because it looked like some dark, nasty kind of reddish thing. Was It looked like peanut butter and jelly to me. That was peanut butter and jelly? I mean, that's what it looked like. It could have been something else. I couldn't quite tell. I was wondering if it was some sort of brain concoction. Maybe things were wearing off already, or... I was wondering if he was just eating something that he hadn't enjoyed since he became a zombie. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's true. But then again, Liv is always mixing, you know, people people food with people brains. Well, that's probably to make sure people seeing her will just think it's normal. Eh, that could be too. But I'm wondering if maybe they just really don't like the taste of brains as much as they need them. I mean, mask because she puts hot sauce. All of them use hot sauce. I think that's on like it. the only thing they can actually taste. Right. Okay. Well, that makes sense too. Being that you're a zombie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, so let me see. I'm wondering <laughs> if maybe Blaine will go try to have somebody else turn him back into a zombie. Oh, I didn't even think could about that. that work with the cure inside of him. That's what I was wondering. You know what? That's probably exactly what's going to happen. That seems like a very Blaine thing to do. Yeah, he's such a douche. Kind of. <laughs> he really is. Well, when she turned Major into zombie, it's like, i just think thinking, right off the bat, that's a horrible idea. Well, he kind of made it clear, like Major, when he was, after they talked and he knew that he was now going to become a zombie, um, he asked her, did you do this for you? Why or or for me. That, when he was about to die, and she scratched it. It's just watching right. that, because, because I used to play Vampire the Masquerade, and every time, it seems, when one vampire turns somebody they loved into a vampire, in all the books they wrote, all the stories they had going on throughout the um, entire storyline, then the person who was turned always 
ended up hating the person who turned him into a vampire. That would make sense, too. You gave him the curse. They end up not liking it. And I think this even happened when the person wanted to become a vampire. Eventually, then, it's like, it's not what I expected. Right. And then they see people they know and other people they know and love dying. And so they start to hate it. So I would have thought that that might be where this would go. See, me being a girl, I was like, oh, then they can get back together. <laughs> that, that was my whole thing. <laughs> I didn't even go into it that hour. I was just like, oh, I tell you they what, can though, be together again. I, I don't like how he react, re- uh, react to this. It was, yes, I get it. You don't want to be a zombie, but did you really want to be dead? Now, now you've at least got the option. She, if you if you're really this adamant about it, there's an easy fix to that. Yeah, shot to the head. But well, the other po- possibility he would be uh, because what she's doing as far as the cure. I don't. Th- I don't know. Well, she injected him, but I don't know if she explained any of that to him. But the other thing is, I think he had built up such a hatred to the zombies once he, he finally figured out that they were the ones killing all the kids that he was, you know, mentoring at his job before he got laid off that now he's pissed that he's one of them. Right. So that could be why he's acting the way he is. But I do wonder what that cure theorem or whatever is going to do to both him and Blaine. Yeah. He's still a little bit of a dick. (laughs) Now, one question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One thing I'm wondering is the cop. The one who was a zombie. Yeah, what was his deal? Was, I'm assuming that he's afraid that he wouldn't know where to get brains. And he doesn't want to go out and actually kill people. Right, it was a cover-up so that they weren't found out for what they really were, I think. It may have helped his conscience having Blaine given the brains so he could kind of make himself feel better because he's not killing the people. He might even be able to tell himself that they're not human brains. Or even that they're not murdered victims. Right. I'm still really sad about Liv's brother. Oh, God. Yeah, that horrible situation. Poor kid. He didn't do anything to anybody. And now they need her blood, which they think she's still a human. To cure him, and if she gives him her blood, then he's definitely going to be a zombie too. So she doesn't want to be the one responsible for making all these zombies, like Blaine was doing. So she's kind of like, doesn't know, know if she... Plus she just had that conversation with Major. Did you do this for you? Or well, me? Even if they took her blood, they might notice that it's different. True. Because they would have to test it to definitely make sure she's a match. Right. And at this point, he's either going to be dead-dead because she doesn't give it, or undead because she does, because he's got the rarest fucking blood type out of them all, so there's there's not going to be any, another donor readily available. I mean, they already said that, but they're not going to be able to find anybody in time. True. Yeah, I just, I wonder, because you know that's where it's going to start off <clears throat> on the next episode, when whenever it starts again. I don't even know when the, the date is for the second season. Yeah, I don't think they've announced it yet. I don't either. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be next year. Because I've seen 2016 listed, but it could start near the end of the year. 
right. near the end of this year that, and um, carry over into 2016. And you know what's funny? That could speaking be. Of, speaking of uh, blood donors, I got a call from the blood bank today because they need my blood. And it's like... Nice. I've told them, when I want to donate blood, I'll come in and donate it. Don't call <laughs> me. Because they used to call me every couple weeks. And of course they need my blood. I'm the universal donor. I can donate to anybody except my wife. I can do. Are you O positive? Yeah, my wife's O negative. Me too. I'm O positive. So it's just funny. It's like, oh, I can donate to everybody except my wife. I think that's O negative. No, I can't remember. I don't know. All of that's so complicated. I haven't actually given blood, not because I'm selfish and I don't want to. I gave blood in high school. We had a blood drive at school my senior year, and I gave blood, and I went back to biology class, and I passed the fuck out, because we were dissecting, and all that formaldehyde and everything, and then me having low, you know, blood, plus I only weighed like 115 pounds in high school, so I haven't given blood since then, partially because afraid of passing out, partially because every time I hear of a blood drive or something going on i have just gotten another tattoo so you can't <laughs> for a year after you get a tattoo i'm trying to remember if that's still the case i think it's six months is it really I'm yeah they sure released I, it okay i'm pretty sure i donated uh less than a year after my last tattoo okay well knowing that i might do it now that i'm older and i'm not 115 pounds and i don't plan on dissecting anything soon so <laughs> You know, I would like to help if I can. <laughs> I'll have to make sure I donate before I get a tattoo. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, um, and nobody has ever come up with this guy, the astronaut, whose brains they were supposedly like, you know, high dollar brains there. They, nobody's like said this person's missing or. I thought I heard a, just on an off comment somebody talking about a missing astronaut it was during the the episode where she was uh, hallucinating the weatherman oh i totally didn't even catch that <laughs> yeah it was just a, a snippet on tv but uh that actually i'm wondering because something relevant happens for whenever these flashbacks there's something relevant that kind of ties into a memory they're going to be really disappointed when they can't duplicate a memory that's worth a damn because they're stuck on the ground they're having this, this fancy true. astronaut brain, and all they're getting is just flashbacks of day-to-day -day life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you really don't know what memories you're going to get, right. you know, after eating a brain. Like, Liv gets, you know, flashbacks of what happened before they passed away. She doesn't really get their, you know, taking a shower, getting dressed, going... You know, you, I wonder what each zombie, if they each get something different... Or if they all can do the same thing she can. I was going to say, I know that they all pick up and, and develop the characteristics of the person whose brain they've eaten, but I, I wonder what, you know, kind of memories each zombie gets. Right. Because they can't all be the same. I don't know if we know that all zombies get memories. If, no, at, yeah. at least the three that we've really gotten deep into... Uh, Blaine, Liv, and then uh, Dead Boyfriend. Lowell. Yeah, Lowell. Lowell. Those, those three all, from what I remember, they all seem to have them. Um, oh, it, okay. 
I don't know. I guess Liv just really gets extremely lucky of, of running into scenarios and stumbling into things that jog those exact memories. I don't know if that's coincidence or if that's the memories that they're all going to get are going to be the ones closest to their death. It's probably well. It's probably that, and also emotional, because it seems like most of them. And maybe I'm remembering wrong, but it seems like most of them are strong emotions are going on. Right. Hmm. Could be all stuff for us to find out in the next season. I'm I'm supposing. I suppose you know, if they even thought of the all this, and read it. True, true. I have been wanting to check that out. Just have no, not have you been able to do that. No. I'm wondering how close it follows, if, if it follows at all. It could be completely different. Well, just like The Walking Dead doesn't follow exactly. I mean, I'm sure they change stuff so that it's a surprise for people that are just watching the show or have already read the comics. Right. Yeah. So, But I definitely want to pick those up. I wonder when they started writing them. I have to look that up. Yeah, it's a good question. I have no idea. Yeah, I Never thought to even look at it. Yeah, it's funny because I'm thinking about it. It's like I can just keep waiting till the show's finally over and read it. And it's like, well, either way, I'm spoiled. Right. Like either the TV show's spoiling me for the comics or the comic spoils me for the TV show. So I don't think it really matters. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like to know a little bit of what's going on. But that's just me. Yeah, I really know. don't mind spo- uh, spoilers. I. If, if something is well written, whether it's a, a book, a show, whatever whatever it is, if it's well done, I don't feel like knowing what happens in advance is really going to take away from it. Because it's not what happens, but how it happens. Right. That's true. It really... Yeah, because... I just seem to miss spoilers. <laughs> right. I don't try to avoid them. It's just... I guess maybe it's the people that... I'm on Facebook with and have on my friends list that they're not posting spoilers. So I just happen not to see all of it. And I don't go looking for information about movies, TV shows, whatever coming out. Yeah, I don't either. If, if I see them on there and it's something like, ooh, I can't wait, I'll read it. But some there's some things that I will skip. And there's some things that people post that they say, ooh, it's a spoiler, and it doesn't ever even happen. You know, for like on The Walking Dead, for instance. How many times is Daryl supposed to die this season? And it's not happened yet. It just needs to happen once and I'd be happy. I like to make up spoilers. (laughs) I just like to make up spoilers. (laughs) That figures. You're one of those people. One of those people. One of those people. You're like the ones that you click on it and it says you got owned. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Uh Uh-huh. Those are hilarious. All right. Do we want to roll into our movie? I have the trailer ready. Yeah. Yep. All right. Here we go. This is for The Returned. Always there, but the daily dosage keeps it at a safe distance. These people are time bombs. If they miss just one dosage, one, there's no going back. 
sure it was the anti-retarded person. the trailer what did you guys think of this movie it was pretty good i've seen it before and i so i remembered most of it as i was going through after i realized i had watched it before Mm-hmm. yeah this was the second time for me watching it as well what about you micro it's it's a good movie definitely it is i uh personally i'm a bit more in favor of the Either the zombie comedies or the post-apocalyptic, where we're where I've already gone past the brink and we're not still dealing with actual uh, civilization. But this is a good movie, no doubt. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. It's it's crazy how they would have. They said that they had the outbreak twice, and they finally got it under control with these special injections, so that these people would have to take these injections for the rest of their lives once a day. So they would not become a zombie. Yeah, I think that's a more realistic take on a zombie apocalypse because I just don't think it would spread and be as hard to contain as most movies make it. I don't know. I I find it hard to believe, you know, that, you know, they can't have that many people that are relying on these injections that there's enough to go around for everybody like for all this time and i mean i guess they did explain that that there were more zombies to take this protein from and now there are less but i don't i don't know they kind of confused me with certain parts of the movie and like they said this is not a cure but it has they they can only use it within the first couple of hours or it's too late yeah. i guess too many of your your, you know, bodily organs have, fun- you know, quit functioning, and or it might I be don't that it, it spread too much, and right. So the virus grows inside you and multiplies. So maybe after there's too much of it already in your body, it's just more than the vi- or the the vaccine or whatever the right. supposed cure could handle. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, something like this, it's a nice thought to think of helping all these people after they've been exposed, but a model like this is just asking for trouble because if if what is supposed to happen ideally happens and you contain and start to eradicate the the zombie menace, you're going to eradicate your your only source of treatment vaccine. It's not a vaccine, it's just a straight treatment, but short of getting that synthetic cure you're you're setting yourself up for trouble because then you it's kind of a self-repeating prophecy right they were working on the synthetic cure right and it was just that they were running out of what they could make right now 
Right. And I just wonder if they had like a, a lab that had zombies in it to take this protein from. You know, if they would have kept some on hand, maybe it wouldn't have been as scarce. Right. Well, I mean, maybe it was something that had a shelf life. They couldn't mass produce it, uh, stockpile it, because it's something like uh, insulin. Insulin for uh, diabetes goes bad after a certain amount of time. That's true, too. That's true. I don't know. They had about 160 vials. Right. So Now, was it one vial was one dose per person, so they'd need one vial a day per person? Yes. Yep, I think okay, so. Okay, so, uh, so 160 doses, you, you assume you've got 40 people at that at that particular hospital, that's what four days worth of a vaccine. Right. No, I meant the I meant the main characters. They were stuck. Oh, yeah. okay. I got you. I got you. Gotcha. And had, yeah, they had well over a hundred, and so yeah. And then his so-called friend had a steal him jerk <laughs> dick move. Yep, it was. I was like, what an ass. I mean, you couldn't say, hey, you know, they told him. They, they they had it. Why couldn't he say, well, she has it, too? And they, I'm sure they would have tried to help her, too. Even yeah. though she was an asshole. <laughs> I wouldn't have helped her ass. Her and her stupid books. <laughs> but what did you think about, like, the prejudice against these people? I mean, would you feel that way? I think we all kind of would, in a way. You know, if you weren't returned and none of your family members were, you, you'd be afraid. So... I mean, that's where most prejudices come from, is fear. I don't know if I would be prejudiced. I might be leery. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have the hate that some people had. A lot of them had it. I mean, uh, protesting, yeah. saying that they weren't people, and that kid that said, you know, I just want to be normal. Yeah, this was kind of similar to that book series I think I mentioned a few episodes back, Zombies. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Only in that one, then, the anti-zombie groups, then they kind of started a revolution, which caused bigger problems and made the zombieism spread and the people not able to get their drugs. Yeah, which is very similar to this to this movie. Especially with the, um, that little boy's dad at the end that, you know, she got those last 50 doses and, oh God, and yeah. he's laid out on the ground, I don't even know if he's alive, and every single one of them is broken because he's an asshole. <laughs> and then you have the people with the riots. I mean, it was just crazy. It was very realistic to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really did like the movie. Like I said, that was the second time I watched it. And, and my daughter watched it with me last night, and she, saw, she said it was pretty good. Yeah. She's like, what are you watching? A zombie movie? I was like, yeah, it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Wednesdays. Yeah. Zombie, zombie Wednesdays. Wednesdays and Spaghetti Tuesday on Wednesdays. That's, that's right. That's right. And then Podcast Thursdays. <laughs> there yeah, was I another... Think, Go I ahead. It was supposed to be kind of a social commentary on how AIDS victims were treated. I thought of that, too, when I was watching it. And I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. The other thing I was going to say... um, I watched this other movie a couple weeks back. It was it was not a zombie movie. It was a really freaking weird, weird-ass movie. I don't know if I brought it up to you guys or not. I can't remember. Um, Antiviral was the name of it. It was on Netflix streaming. So I was like, screw it. I'll watch it. Whatever. So I watched it, and it was about these 
this big, huge, like, company. Kind of like a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company, but a little different. Because what people came in to purchase from them were illnesses and diseases that celebrities have. Yes, I think I've seen You watch that? that? I, I, don't, I, was, I, haven't, I, I want to say I've seen it, but I don't remember well enough to say so. But something about that definitely sounds familiar. It was the weirdest shit I've ever seen, but at the same time, the way the world is today and the way how people like gawk over celebrities and tabloids and all that stupid reality show shit, um, it just like <laughs> made me think, like, you know what? If this was possible, I know they would probably have a market for this in this world because that's how fucked up this world is. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine all the little Justin Bieber fans if, so, if they were selling oh, off God. mouth purpose shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was one of the things that somebody bought on there was some girl celebrity, you know, and they were like, well, we'll put, she had it on the left side, so we'll put it on your right side, so, like, she kissed you, and you got it from her. Jesus it Christ. was, like, weird, and then they were, the guys that were, like, in charge of, like, marketing this stuff to the people and and injecting the people with it, they would then inject themselves with it. And go home and try to reproduce the virus because they had stolen the machine, like the old model machines from this company they work for. And they would inject themselves and then make, you know, do whatever to make the blood, do whatever it does in this machine. And then they would go sell it on the black market to, like, people on the street. And then they were at this, like, restaurant that, like, regrows cells. So they're re-growing growing the cells of these celebrities. And they were, like I said, they're at a restaurant. So they're serving meat made out of these people's cells. And saying, you know, like, you know, I want to order the Britney Spears. And then they were serving these people. They're, it was so gross. And weird. It was like the weirdest shit i ever seen. <laughs> I cannot remember the name of the book. But it had a bunch of short stories in it. It was supposed to be kind of futuristic. And one of the stories was about a chef who created a one-of-a-kind restaurant that everything in the restaurant was cooked from his clone cells. So kind of the same concept. Yes. So he'd cl- so it had like a, like right now they're working on um, lab lab-grown meat. So they take mm-hmm. some skin cells from a cow and grow that. So it was kind of right. like that, only it was his skin cells yep. that were growing that he was serving everybody else. That's what they were doing in this. And the people in the restaurant were ordering it, you know, whatever the celebrity's name was in the movie. They're ordering it and they're, you know, like, ew. <laughs> like, I like certain celebrities and I'm not going to go order their meat to eat. I'm sorry. And I don't want their diseases. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to pay extra. I mean, most people go around trying to not get diseases. And why would you pay to get one? Like, <laughs> it was crazy. You guys got to check that movie out if you get a chance. I was just like, wow. When I watched that, it was just way out there. I guess it might depend on the disease. Some people might think, well, the negative side effects are taken care of. And then they have this part that everybody else thinks is bad. But, hey, I like that. I can't think of a disease that I would want. <laughs> so you're telling me, Jesse, that you honestly would not pay for a slab of the actor that plays Rick Grimes? No! That's gross! Mm-hmm. 
I'll pay for some Rick Grimes, but not not to eat them like that. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Got, that's what I was about to say. She'd like a stab of Rick Grimes, but not to eat it. <laughs> oh, you guys know me so well. Rick is my man. Woo! Too funny. No, no, no. I would not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I really have the desire to eat human flesh. Come on, you know you want some Kim Kardashian ass. No, there's too many tasty animals out there. I don't need to eat human. My dog is sitting here. I hope she didn't hear that. Take tasty animals. She's ignoring me. <laughs> no, there's a thousand people I would eat before I touch Kim Kardashian. <laughs> All right, top five. Come on. Top five. Uh, Emma Stone. Emma Watson. <laughs> He likes Emma's. Watch out, Emma's. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, shit. Um, Pass. I got three. I can't think of the others. Freak, do you have a list? I cannot think of anybody I'd want to eat. Me either. Mine mine would be only if I was to become a zombie. I do have a list of people that I would eat. But I I don't want to be a conscious human being. Oh, I would too, but I would want to make sure that if I was going to become a zombie, that I was in proximity to definitely eat these certain people on my list. (laughs) I I would. You know, just by coincidence, you know, shit, I got bit. Let me hurry up and get over to this address. (laughs) (laughs) Hop in a cab. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, that that movie kind of like I had to bring that up because of what our you know the returned movie that kind of reminded me a little bit of that with the the people stealing the injections from each other and just going chaotic and you know it was weird when that guy was at the gas station and the guy like looked at him like he was like had the plague when his little ID came out. But then you go back, and his son was a zombie and eating his dad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he looked at him like he had the plague. I think... I thought he did. I think they just wanted to kind of... It was foreshadowing because his son had it. He was a zombie as well, was a returned as well. And so he sees this, and he probably knows that this guy who dropped the card is used to having people react negatively to it. Right. They knew. True. That could be what it was. I don't know. I just, the way he looked at him, it was just like, ew. (laughs) It was probably more he didn't know what to say. See, if it were me and it was my kid that had it, I'd be like, hey, don't worry about that. You know, I have a family member that has it too. Or, you know, I would have, I don't know. I wouldn't want somebody to feel bad. Yeah, but there may have been. If I had a family member, nobody was in that damn store. (laughs) You don't know that. (laughs) Well, I didn't see anybody in that store. (laughs) We didn't see the whole damn store. (laughs) It wasn't a very big store. That's true, but (laughs) I'm just saying. I know. When I've been in small stores, it and then you see somebody you didn't realize was in there. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Well, that would probably be the case if anybody goes in the store with me, because you cannot see me over the aisles. Yeah, I have that problem. (laughs) See, you know how it is, being short. (laughs) It's kind of nice, if you ever want to get lost, it's a great way to do it. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I could do what I used to do when we were kids and hide in the clothes. I was just thinking <laughs> And nobody would know. My kids do that all the time. They're like, hi, Mom. I'm like, hi. I know where you're at. How do you know? Well, I was a kid once. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We all do those things. My dog is now yelling at me. Want to say hi, Malibu? Want to say hi? She won't say anything. She doesn't speak on command. <laughs> All my other dogs do. I'd say, say please. And they would woof. And she'd just look at me and growl. <laughs> oh, she barked. Uh-huh. Did you hear her? See, if you tell her to be quiet, she'll speak. We're podcasting here. You got something important to add? Hmm? Hmm? Malibu's podcast debut. <laughs> hey, we had to listen to Freak's Dogs last week. Hey, I wasn't <laughs> trying to make you listen to them. <laughs> I know. I was howling before we got on, and I was grabbed the squirt gun and would squirt her every time she howled. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's mean. She likes it, actually. Oh, she likes it. Yeah, my dog likes water. No, the beagle buddy, then, he doesn't like it, so he's (laughs) sorry. He shut up. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, any other thoughts on that movie? I was kind of. I wanted to see if you guys wanted to talk about what if that happened in real life. As you know, I think we've mentioned it on other podcasts, and uh, I've heard it on other podcasts about the Pentagon actually being prepared for a zombie outbreak. And, you know, I kind of wonder why. I don't know if they do it just for fun, make it about zombies, or if there's really a threat of this happening one day. Right. Um, yeah, it's, I think the technical name for it, it's, uh, Con Plan 8888. And they, have you guys mm-hmm. had a chance to read it at all? No. I actually pulled it up online today, and you're right about the, the name, because that's exactly what it says. I haven't really read about the whole thing, so if you want to roll into that, you can. If not, I, I have it pulled up right here. It was a article posted on Vice News, dated May 14th, 2014. Right. Yeah, not to get uh, too deep into it, because if we did, we'd be here all fucking night, because it's an exhaustive, exhaustive document. But they go into detail on everything, from slow radiation to fast rage-style zombies. I believe they talk about vegetarian zombies. I'm not positive. Oh. Yeah, it's it's either vegetarian zombies or chicken zombies. It's one of the two, and I because it, it was uh, fucking poultry absurd. guys. Jesus. Yeah, if you if you look, it's one of those two, and it's fucking absurd, but it's in there. Oh my god. So yeah, I mean, what were the vegetarian zombies uh, that they didn't eat meat or that they only went after animals rather than humans? I think what they were looking at was to examine it from the standpoint of okay, these th- these particular breed of zombie, they won't chase people. Instead, <laughs> I, what they're going to do is wipe out they're, they're going to destroy the food chain because if they're going after plant life, that's going to take the, the bottom rung right out of the goddamn ladder. You're going to have the whole ecosystem collapsed because no grass, no leaf, things, nothing for your food, to, your food to eat. So you have nothing to eat. That's something I never thought of before. No, right? Me either. Vegetarian would zombies would be a bitch. Story. They would be a bitch, but they wouldn't eat us. And it'd be damn amusing to watch a zombie try to eat grass. Everybody yeah. would have a zombie and hold them by their legs and push them along to cut their grass. Yeah, it might be similar <laughs> to Fido. Just- and just keep, yeah, and just keep them in the shed. You know, when you need to cut the grass again, just take out your zombie and 
take care of that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually looking through this article now, and it is like a ton of stuff. And uh, yeah, they have the zombie threat summary: pathogenic zombies, radiation zombies, evil magic zombies. Very voodoo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, space zombies. Weaponized zombies. Symbiont induced zombies. Vegetarian zombies. Chicken zombies. Fucking both were in there. I knew it. You're right. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, it says. Okay, I have to read this on the chicken zombies. It says, although it sounds ridiculous, this is actually the only proven class of zombie that actually exists. What? It says, oh, chicken zombies occur when old hens that can no longer lay eggs are incorrectly euthanized by poultry farmers using carbon monoxide. The hens are then deposited in large piles to decompose. The hens appear to be dead when buried, but inexplicably come back to life and dig themselves out from the piles of dead chickens. After reaching the surface, CZs stagger about for a period of time before ultimately expiring due to internal organ failure. Wow. It's a little fucking creepy. Yeah. Very creepy. I, I, I thought they were going with that. I figured they'd make a play on, like, the the parasite that gets into the rat to chase it to the cat, and then it reproduces. I thought it, that's where they were going with this. I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, me, me either. either. I, I want to cool. huh. know what this is. Space zombies. Okay. SZs are zombie life forms originating from space or created by toxic con- contamination of the Earth environment via some form of extraterrestrial toxin or radiation. And then it says something about zombie satellites can be classified as SZs. However, they know they pose no danger to humans unless they conduct unplanned deorbit. Typically, zombie satellites only pose a threat. The SATCOM services like DirecTV. <laughs> That's the only thing that would be threatened is your your cable television. <laughs> okay, so this is probably where Romero zombies would fit in if they were caused by radiation from from a from a satellite, wasn't it? What it, what it ended up being? I think it was. Yeah, I think if so. I remember right, yeah. So the, this is where Romero zombies would fall in. Yes, definitely. Okay, what about these evil magic zombies? Are EMZs as they're called? are zombie life forms created via some form of occult experiment experimentation I can't even speak in what might otherwise be referred to as evil magic so like you guys said probably voodoo zombies would fit into this category um any other ones you want me to read about I think we're kind of familiar with the rest. What's the description for the vegetarian zombie? All right. It says the VZs are zombie life forms originating from any cause, but pose no direct threat to humans because they only eat plant life, as indicated in the popular game Plants vs. Zombies. Although VZs do not attack humans or other animal life, they will consume all plant life in front of them. They can cause massive deforestation or elimination of basic food crops essential to humans, rice, corn, and soybeans. So, just to put this in perspective, our fucking government decided that Plants vs. Zombies gave us a legitimate <laughs> zombie threat. <laughs> yeah, I have to great. say, 
that yeah. they're a little wrong there because the zombies in Plants vs. Zombies are trying to get to your brains. Right. And you're using plants to, plants to stop them. I think they just destroy the plants because they're in their way. I don't know if they're actually eating them. Those zombies I, had it right, though. They they looked at... Because I think they are eating the plants in this game, but what you're seeing is they're having the salad before dinner. They've got it right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? All right. Vegetarian zombies. They would take away all the food from all of our food. Like you said, no more hamburgers and all that stuff. But what would cause a virus, a vegetarian zombie virus? I mean, seriously. (laughs) And how would they make more zombies if there are no direct threats to humans? Are they just basically calling vegans vegetarian zombies? No, but I think how this could work is, and I'm pulling this out my ass here. That's okay. The virus, or the bacteria that makes dead bodies glow. Oh, I forgot about that. Maybe it needs the chlorophyll in the plants. And that might cause the dead bodies to become zombies, to go after plants. Hmm. Could be. my theory. What was your theory? Zombie aphids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's that's the thing. Either that or bacteria, like the tainted spinach. That's that's the only. I mean, there'd be no direct. Once you have that initial outbreak, that'd be it. So it'd be theoretically it'd be a lot easier to contain. As long as you could keep get your food supply straightened out. That's. I don't know. I don't know if this one... I mean, it's going to be a serious threat if you don't handle it, but right. the fact that they're going to shuffle by you to chew on an oak tree, you're probably okay. <laughs> I can I see the old yeah. lady down the street with all her pretty flowers yeah, outside with the roses. Get off of my... Yeah, get off my daffodils! My roses! <laughs> with a broom just smacking them in the head. Yeah, that's what I wonder. How would the zombies spread it to humans? Though? Right, like, that's what I'm saying. How would they make... Yeah. How would they make more zombies? If they so were. It, 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 it Maybe once that initial, once, let's say this tainted spinach hits 5,000 homes. So you've got 5,000 zombies. Maybe that's all you get. That could be. That could be. So but I mean, or, it's, it's not a very effective outbreak, but it's, it's well, still an outbreak. You kind of have a thing with the, the aphids, though. What if it isn't, what if they aren't humans? Right. What if I they mean, are insects? It because could be the virus transmitted to from the plant to the bug to other right. plants and then it, that I mean that could is one way to possibly keep it going it's I don't know if I like the idea of itty bitty zombies but itty bitty zombies <laughs> <laughs> mosquito zombies oh god they're just annoying anyway they noise. don't even need to be zombies they're just a pain in the ass or yeah, arm or leg the zombie virus to you and anim- other animals now that's that could it could have already happened. That may be why it's on there from like the plagues and stuff like that. I don't <laughs> well, know. All of history is wrong. The plague was just one great big fucking cover up for zombie aphids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. that right there, conspiracy theory worthy of XD experience. That's perfect. <laughs> Some ideas for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm opening my other beer. I had to taste it so I can untap it. Ooh, I'm having... We got? we got some Diesel Punk India Pale Ale. So it's, it's got kind of like a... 
Matt's going to be pissed. It's got like an orange taste to it. It's it tastes good though. It's totally different than the last one I drank. No, Matt was drinking a grapefruit shandy. I know. I yelled at him. <laughs> Speaking of Matt, we got a we got a kind of sidebar for just a second here. Sure, sure. We have a new podcast on the network. I heard. I was so excited. I L Zombador. Have you guys listened to it yet? I yeah. have not because I couldn't find it. I'll I'll send you a link to make sure you got it. It's please do because I do want to listen. Yeah, for sure. I've I've only gotten a few minutes in, but I'm liking what I hear so far. I knew I yeah, would it like it. Good. So yeah, this has been a this has been a big week for Zombie Radio Network. We've added uh, what two new podcasts? We've got yes, IL Zombador and Hot it, Butter. Yes, I haven't got to check them out either, but I'm excited, and they seem like really cool guys. Oh, I was in fucking stitches when I heard the the, the first episode that I downloaded. Oh, they're, I'm definitely going to get on that tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow, yes, so I'm definitely going to listen. Yeah, they're both pretty funny. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm excited. So, Our network is growing, so make sure everybody go to the Facebook page, and there's also a website, Zombie Radio Network. All your podcasting needs. I mean, not every podcast that's on our network is zombie related we've got some other stuff so check them out um xd experience uh zombie dance party and zombie life podcast um there's quite a few more (laughs) i'm gonna have to count how many we have on our on our network i'm not even sure it's the things are growing and if if anybody out there has a friend or if if you podcast yourself and you are looking for a network let us know. We're always we're always looking to add people. That's right. And even if you're you know curious into starting a podcast, you know everybody on our network's very helpful. I mean, all of those guys have helped us get started. And you know, like I said, we're at woo, we're at episode ten. <laughs> so I mean, it could be you too. <laughs> so definitely check us out and you know like us on Facebook and all that good stuff. Good people's. You just reminded me of something else. I don't. It's kind of a, another sidebar. You said it could be you too. Did you see <laughs> that the Zombie Tears? There's some activity on their page. They're looking. I at, did. I don't know where that's coming from, but I want to see more. It seems like the boys down under are collaborating together. Um, they did talk to me about possibly doing a mashup at some point. You know, once uh-huh. they get all their stuff together, and they're on a totally different time zone than we are. So if we can get something together, I definitely want to do something with them guys because. All funny Aussie guys over there. I don't know if they added um a couple other people from some other sites that we're all on, but we'll see. But I, I'm excited about that as well. It's it's nice whenever you know a podcast goes away for a little while and then they they bring it back. So that's okay. It happens. Like I said, we're we're slow on getting our episodes out right now, but they are coming. So don't get mad. We'll get there. <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> you know, it's funny because by the time they hear this and we're and us telling them not to get mad, we'll be on probably, episode twenty. <laughs> no, they'll probably be listening to it after getting the large influx of episodes. Mm-hmm. A little listening binge never hurt anybody. That's okay. You know, if we have to put two episodes episodes out a week, we can do that just so we're caught up. But after this week, we have to find something to fill our eye zombie spot. You know, maybe we can, uh, you know, we could do, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe when we're reading, we can kind of throw out what we're reading at the time. I haven't gotten to read anything lately, but 
I do have a bunch of stuff that I need to read. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost done with the book. It had two different stories in it. The first one is pretty decent, but the second one just isn't holding my attention. I hate when that happens, especially when I'm excited to read something, and then you're just like, oh, I just can't do it. There was a patio book I listened to a while back, and it was the second time I was listening to it because I liked it the first time. I get... I can't remember how many hours. I think there's 30, 40 hours into it. And I may be a couple episodes short of finishing it. And I just lost interest. Didn't feel, care about finishing it. Yeah. It's like well, see, I didn't remember exactly how it ended, but I knew in general how it ended. And it's just like, okay, I've, I'm going to listen to something else. Right. And all my podcasts were behind the, by that point. I'm way behind on podcasts. It's not even funny. I try, you know what? I try to listen to them before I go to bed because I normally do them while I'm doing housework and stuff like that. But with the kids just getting out of school, it's just been crazy. And then my, my vehicles broke down. So it's just been really hectic. So I try, I put on um, a little Zed radio the other night to listen to it. And I can't fall asleep when I'm listening to podcasts because I'm like, oh, I got to hear this. Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, so I have to like go, no, I got to turn this off and start it during the day when I can actually listen to everything without, you know, it being three in the morning and me going, no, just five more minutes, five more minutes. <laughs> well, that's a bad one to try and fall asleep to anyways, because they're hilarious. Oh, they are hilarious. They crack me the hell up. But yeah, definitely, I don't want to listen to one that's going to put me to sleep. I think that's where I'm going with that. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, hope no one. I hope no one's falling asleep to us. Yeah, there's one I started listening to. Um, I think it was uh, somebody reading the Mahabharata. I think that's what it's called. And it sounds like it's going to be an interesting story. But the the person reading it had a strong Indian accent. It was hard to understand. It's like, nope, I can't listen to this one. What is, the, what is that? It's... Um, it's an Indian myth. I think myth. It's I'm not sure how, it, how to describe it exactly, but it's something that happened thousands of years ago, and it, there's some kind of space war, if I remember correctly, from what I've heard about it. I've never actually read it, so I don't know exactly, but I think they mention it sometimes on Ancient Aliens. <laughs> okay. I just never heard of it, so I, I yeah. just had to ask. I'm sure I'm not the only one who didn't know who it was, what it was. Yeah, right. I think it's kind of probably along the lines of uh, the Old Testament, only for India and their myths. Okay, well, that makes sense. Cool. I'm trying to think what else uh, I derived from these movies this week. Kind of weird that the iZombie you know serum i wonder if it works the same way as the return serum or if it's just a one-time thing that you have to do or that would suck if it's going to be something that has to be administered regularly because they're they're out of the tainted product yeah so there's, it, there's yeah. no more that's true that's true i was thinking about Sweet. that a little bit after i watched the return last night i was like wow i zombie was like kind of on the same I don't know. They have They have a couple of dead zombies in the butcher shop. Maybe you can make some more sound from them. <laughs> That's it's true. So I wonder what they what they were making out of was that the tainted uh, 
the utopium or whatever the drug was. It was they were. Re- oh yeah, they only had a little bit of the drug. The last of what? So unless uh, uh, fuck nuts the the <laughs> douchebag zombie. Douchebag douche zombie. zombie. Um, unless he Blaine. can get more Blaine. There we go. Unless <laughs> unless he can get more, then they're kind of screwed. Well, there's something we just forgot to mention. They have the uh, more, oh, what do they call it? It's like the extreme or whatever rage. There's like a new. Oh, the new. That yeah. The company's putting out. Yeah, and he's oh, like. Yeah. It, they said it had something to do with like it, it goes straight for your serotonin levels or whatever, and they're using like pharmaceutical shit in their energy drinks. That's why he hired that new doctor. Right. So that's probably, you know, how they're getting people hooked on that because they're putting all this stuff in. You're like, oh, you know, just like me, I drink Red Bull. I need a Red Bull every day. And I know what they say is in Red Bull. I don't care. I need that shit every day. (laughs) I need a Red Bull. But getting people addicted to it so it's like a drug to them. And they have to have it. And then you get these crazy zombies. And I want to know why that guy... Is Mr. Meditation and all this, but he makes all these crazy energy drinks. The CEO of the company. Right. Douchebag human. Douchebag human. <laughs> yeah, because he's an asshole. <laughs> but he's sitting there, you know, meditating. And he's always doing something peaceful when people come in his office. Kind of makes you wonder what he does when he's alone. Yeah, it does. And we lost, we lost Freak. Oh, Freak. He left. He's fair game. <laughs> he is fair game. So what, what do we want to talk about? <laughs> he does look like a baby face. Well, he does. Oh, he's oh, back. He hey! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell us you were leaving. You just left. He didn't have his... I listened, uh, so I'll be able oh, to... Oh. <laughs> I'll hear what you said about me. Yeah, I... <laughs> and, I, I Every time that that was done to me, you guys didn't ever say anything like of any. There was nothing said. It's because you're kind of scary. I'm not scary. Uh, a little bit. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. I don't think you're scary, Grimy. Oh, oh I knew you were going to do it. I knew now it. she's scary. I told you. Only Matt can call me that because it's from longtime Evo listenership. And I told you. It's not happening. It's not happening. Excuse me, all listeners. My nickname is Jesse Pittsburgh. Not grimy. So now I grabbed a angry orchard hard cider. Change that subject real quick. You know, a lot of people give angry orchard shit. It is good. It's really good. good. I haven't had any but the regular, but I heard that there's a green apple yeah, that's really it's good. Yeah, supposed to be bitching, but I haven't had any. And then there's... Which one do you have, Freak? Crisp apple. Crisp apple. There's supposed oh. to be... I think it's Red's. Red's makes a strawberry ale that's pretty good. If you want, like... You can't drink a whole lot of them because they're sweet, but... Right. It's really not bad, especially... You know, this time of year when it's not quite hot at night all the time. Well, it is here, but not everywhere. But when you can do a bonfire and sit outside and drink a couple of them, it's not bad. 
Right. I had Personally, I don't like Reds as well. No, Reds is not as good as Angry Orchard. I'll give you that, too. I had this one this week, and it was Johnny Appleseed Vanilla. If you like Ooh. vanilla, hmm. this one was really good. Oh, I'll have to try that. I don't know if I can get that. Where's it made? Anheuser-Busch. Oh, well, then we should be able to find it most places. Right. Hmm. I will keep an eye out for that. person who's half would... that says it only comes in the sampler pack. Oh, okay. Huh. I was proud of myself today. You know, it usually takes me a good 20 minutes to choose my six beers for Thursday night. I found my six beers, including my regular Raging Bitch that I really like. So five different beers and the Raging. Um, in like ten minutes. I was like, woo! This other guy was standing there longer than I was. He stood there with his empty little six-pack holder for way longer than I did. And I would have helped him out, but I was not in the mood. <laughs> I would have said, hey, you should try this. And you should listen to my podcast. But I didn't feel like doing all that. I think uh, this weekend, there's... I don't know if either one of you are familiar with Wegmans. It's, it, it's it's a, a, a convenience... Well, it's a, a grocery store, but they've got everything under the sun. It's uh, There's one about 45 minutes away from me. That's really the closest place I can go to get a lot of the craft beers and stuff. So oh, wow. I'm going to make a pilgrimage this, uh, this weekend. That'll be good. Yeah. Now, the only store I like to go to around here is actually a city over for me, and it's it's Kroger. I don't know if either one of you guys have Krogers. They're in Harris Teeter. Kroger. Yeah, they own that, too. But we have a Harris Teeter right around the corner, and they don't have the selection that Kroger has. So I I would rather drive over a city over and and pick my six beers (laughs) than go down the street and get a six-pack of the same crap. Right. So they they have a pick six, but none of theirs are cold already. So I'd have to wait for them to get cold after I get home. Or you could go get them the day before. Yeah, but that doesn't fit in my schedule because I work on Wednesday nights. So or or next week, get two six packs. Eh, I guess I could. So then, so then you have one for the following week. You don't have to make the trip. It just works better this way because I don't have room in my fridge because the kids are home for the summer. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we have food in the fridge. Finally, I went to grocery shopping. Finally, <laughs> so you can keep the six pack that's for next week. Yeah, I can keep it out. Fridge. Yeah, I know. I know. Anthony always has an answer for everything. Yes, I do. Everything. Just about. <laughs> like literally everything. It's usually right. If you remember <laughs> back in the TVZ days. He really had an answer for everything. <laughs> and I was really right. <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. But I'm going to have to get Torres to come listen to my shit. <laughs> because just you, liked, just, you like to piss him off. Because he doesn't like my answer doesn't mean that it's not right. Never said that. Never said that. There's plenty of times you write stuff and I'll be like, you know what? He has a point. <laughs> no, my dog is being a pain in the ass again. No. Anyways. Yeah, I saw an ad on Facebook for a, a place up in, in Ankeny. It's about maybe a 20-minute drive from my house that has a growler refill station. Ooh, so nice. I may have to make a trip out there and try to fill up my growler. I almost got a growler today, and I was like, mm, I don't really want to stick to one type of beer tonight. 
<laughs> and, I mean, they put what kinds they have, and they have different sizes that you can buy, but, again, this is at the grocery store. But I was just like, oh, I'm not ready to do that yet. Uh-huh. Will you shut up, dog? <laughs> Seriously. All right, so we didn't get any questions or comments, but I believe you had a dream that you wanted to discuss. Yes, I posted this a couple weeks ago on Facebook. In one of my dreams, then uh, I don't remember all the details with the dream. I just remember that one of my dogs, a wiener dog named Napoleon, <laughs> had gotten hurt, and then he suddenly died. And then we were sitting there, and then my wife noticed that his hind leg had started kicking, and he came back to life. And we immediately knew that he'd been a zombie, so whatever happened earlier in the dream, or wherever the dream, <coughs> that's the game, wherever we were at in the dream that I didn't dream about, we knew that there were zombies, and probably one had attacked him. And so I had to shoot him in the head. I would and not so, like that. So afterwards in the dream, I was wondering if we could have kept him as a zombie dog. It's like he's he's kind of old, he's blind, and he's lost most of his teeth. Have you seen Frankenweenie? Yes. <laughs> and so I'm not sure how dangerous he could have been if we clipped his nails and maybe put a muzzle on him and kept him around. And so I asked, if your pet became a zombie, would you put them down or try to keep them around? And so we had. Well, I had three responses to this. The first one was from Jessie, who said that she would keep her dog. I would. I don't know if I'd want to deal with your dog as a zombie. Why? She's bigger than a wiener dog. Yeah, but she's only 44 pounds. She is a pit bull, but she's only 44 pounds. People are afraid of her now, and she's a regular dog. And she's not mean-looking at all. Yeah, but... It's like my husky is about forty pounds, right. and I can and I can pick her up. Oh, she gets so pissed off when I do that. But here, I'm going to pick my dog up now. Doesn't want to be mean to me, and she knows okay. better. So, but as a zombie, she would be a lot more dangerous. Ooh, scary dog! <laughs> <laughs> She's looking at me like I hate you. For those of you at Very home, cute. Jesse has picked up her dog. Yes, picked up my dog. And now she's mad at me. And she's like, oh, but you got up. Can you let me out now? Yeah, but but she she loves you now. But if she was a zombie, she'd put her strength into biting you and attacking you. I would bite she'd her be a back. Lot more dangerous and harder to handle. I would bite her back. <laughs> you want to bite but me? Then, Come here. And then our next <laughs> comment was from <laughs> Vanetta Johnson, who said that she'd keep her dog also. And then Michael Zamansky says that he would put them down, just like any family member who got bitten. That's our realistic answer for the evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny because uh, the dog I've had the longest, or I used to have, that I had the longest. I got her when she was six months old until we had to put her down because she had cancer. And I remember a few weeks, maybe months later, I had a dream. That, and she had been cremated, but I had a dream that somehow or other the vet hadn't cremated her, and she had found her way to my house, and she was a zombie. 
only she didn't attack the family. She just attacked strangers. What kind of LSD do you take when you have yeah. these dreams? <laughs> None. None. I just need to know, because I don't even remember my dreams when I wake up. Very rarely. Yeah, very rarely do I. <laughs> and then most of my things revolve zombies. I remember one that I... In this one, I... Usually I can't, I don't realize it's a dream, but this one I knew was a dream because there's another zombie apocalypse. And my mom damn was zombie apocalypses. Yeah. And my mom was there was shooting zombies and she was a good aim. So it's like, she was a good aim. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew it was a dream because she is extremely accident prone. She sliced <laughs> open her hand a, about a month ago. Oh no. Opening a drawer because the ceramic do- knob on the drawer broke and sliced her hand and she had to get fink and stitches. Ouch! You said your mom's a prepper, right? Yeah. So she's into this stuff. Does she listen to our podcast? I don't. Th- I don't know. Tell her to listen. Told, I haven't told her about it. I don't know if I want her to listen. No, I can understand that. My parents are like, "Why would you want to sit around and talk about zombies all day?" I'm like, "Because it's fun." I had this but exact same like conversation at work today. You did? <laughs> oh yeah, coworkers. What? No, I know nothing about zombies. Why do you do this? I just say it's a hobby. It's fun, you know. And we know a lot of people that do similar, you know, podcasts, and it's fun to compare everyone's answers and and just sit and talk for a couple hours, right? You know, I, uh, there's yeah. something about that that's the stare that you get when you yeah. first say it, though. It's just that yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you on kind of stare. Exactly, exactly. You know what? I don't care. What am I on? I'm on the radio. What are you? That's on? right. That's right. Well, people. <laughs> some people are like, "What is a podcast?" And I'm like, "Internet radio." And they're like. You have your own internet radio show, and I'm like, yeah, yeah pr- pretty it's a much. Radio show where yeah. I can say fuck a lot. I sure can. Not monitored by the FCC. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it never will be. And sadly enough, anybody can have a podcast. Mm-hmm. You just need a microphone and a computer. That's it. Clearly. That's all you need, and a topic. Yeah. You know. Though I suppose you could probably just use a smartphone. You can. I, I actually, um, if you know NC Caesar, red. Yeah. Yeah, he he started one a couple, I guess it was last year sometime, and he never really did get back into it, but he recorded all of his episodes that he did, which only a few of them, but he recorded them all on his phone and published them, I think, onto, um, what is that one podcast thing? It's like Podkicker or something like that. Podkicker? One of them. I don't know. There's a lot. There's Podbean. It might be Podbean. It was Podbean. But anyways, he published them to that, and he did them all on a smartphone. So you don't even need a computer. It helps to have one because you got a little more storage space and and that so you just stuff. Need but a phone and an internet yep. connection. That's it. Yep, pretty much. Which isn't bad. I mean, it's kind of cool that you know you never know somebody might be recording a podcast from their car every day. You know, you, you never know where somebody's doing. I always wonder. How many people listen to podcasts that I'm around? Like if I'm out somewhere, you always see people with their headphones on. What if they're not listening to music the whole time? Right. It'd be kind of cool to know. Like I wish I had business cards so we can, you know, pimp out our podcast that way. Because I would surely some as soon as we get a logo made. I think we all should because I want to leave them bitches. You know, when I go to the store, I'm just gonna leave them there. It's a good idea. When I go to Starbucks, I'll just leave them on the counter where they have them stupid apps you can get for free. <laughs> I need to get some post-it notes or something to take with me to the Comic-Con this weekend. Just pass those out to the people. Oh, you got there one you this go. weekend? 
Yep. Oh, cool. Are you going the whole time or just one day? I'm just going on Saturday. Sweet. Well, make sure you have your smartphone with you in case you yep. get to meet any cool people. You said Abraham's going to be there, right? Yep. Mike, Michael yeah. Cudluth or whatever. How do you say his name? Cudlitz, I think. Cudlitz. That's it. Yes, but the actress who played River Song is going to be there. Oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, Elvira's going to be there. Nice. Who? Billy Elvira. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I forgot how young you are. I bet that's number four on his list of people he would eat. Elvira? Yeah. <laughs> if she bought me a drink first. Oh, there you go. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> You should definitely, if you can get somebody to say, like, I wish when I went to the Rob Zombie concert, if I, if I wanted to meet him so bad, so I could get him to say, you know, you're listening to Zombie Anonymous, this is Rob Zombie, blah, 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 that would have been so awesome. But, of course, you guys wouldn't have been excited, because I went to New Kids on the Block on Tuesday night, <laughs> with Nelly oh, and TLC. Yes, my wife I would listen to the to shit go. out of that. <laughs> That's that awesome. Was gonna, that was going to be her birthday present. It, it was, was tickets to that because we saw, she saw something on Facebook about it, and so we have the Wells Fargo. Um, oh, I think it's the event center or something here. In right where it said it was at was that Wells Fargo something. And so then when I was trying to buy her tickets, and I was also going to get one for my older sister whose birthday is a couple days before. And so those two can go together because I didn't want to go. Oh, yeah. You should have seen all the lonely, like, boyfriends and husbands that were stuck <laughs> going to that concert with their wife. And it was so funny because when I got home, because it was my son's birthday, he did he didn't know anything about New Kids on the Block or whatever. But we had tickets, so we took all the kids. And we, me and my sister went. Every person my age like that I went to school with was at that concert. It was so funny. <laughs> like, oh my god, we are all such a bunch of dorks. Still going. This is and this you know what? This is the third time I've seen new kids on the block and two of them were after I've been an adult. <laughs> well, so I went to try to buy tickets and I was looking for the date that I remember seeing that it was supposed to be on. And it turns out that it was in some other state too far for us to go. Oh, so they didn't come to Iowa at all? The, yeah. Uh. It was just happened to be Wells Fargo something. So we thought it was the same. Aw. She would have loved like, it. It was a good show. I mean, considering, you know, it's a boy band from when we were all growing up. You know, yeah. it was a good show. I did have a good time. And I actually enjoyed well, them. When two of us were growing up. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> uh, Mike was probably sitting there like, who? They're they're very vintage. They are very vintage. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've I've heard some new kids on the block. Okay. My daughter actually has been listening to them the last few days since we went to the concert. And she's like, I really like that song. And I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we went from, I went to Rob Zombie last week, and I went to New Kids on the Block this week, which was nice. Well, and also at the Comic-Con, Jason Wright, the creator of Undead End, will be at the Comic-Con. Oh, Nice. Ooh. You probably definitely get some of these people to at least, if they don't give us a plug, you know, maybe a little short 10-minute interview if they're not busy at the time or something. If, if you can fit it in, that would be awesome. But if you can't, I yeah. understand. I've, I've been It'll to cons before. Yeah. And I've been to cons before, and I know how hectic it can be. And I also know how you can get a little starstruck at times and not know what to say to the people when you get up to them. 
because that's how I was with uh, Michael Rooker when I met him. I was just like, oh my god, I like, love you on The Walking Dead. And I couldn't say anything else <laughs> except for, can I have your autograph? <laughs> that was it. You know, because we had seen him before we actually went in and met him. We had seen him. We were in the little shop that had, like, all the, like, comics and <laughs> action figures and all that stuff. And he walked in, and I was I actually made the <gasps> noise. And my <laughs> friend's like, stop that. He's not going to want to talk to us if we make that. I was like, all right. I'll try to act normal. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go well, did it? No. No, I was just <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's Merle. <laughs> I was so excited. But anyways, I believe we have a speak pipe, and I have not listened to it yet, so hopefully it will go as planned. Let me find it. Oh, my email. So how are you planning for this to go? What do you mean? You said hopefully it goes as planned. What's the plan for it? <laughs> the plan is for it to A, to play. play, and to B, um, be a nice message. Awesome. And I'm sure, being that we know who it's from, it will be a nice message. And I, I just thought of something that I probably cannot play it on my computer because I have my headphones plugged in, so I'm going to play it for my phone. So give me a second, and I'll pull it up. But it's from our friend John Hexter. I know that much. He's been, you know, looking for the speak pipe for a couple of weeks. And I had posted it up, and I wasn't sure I did it correctly. And I did it again. So hopefully, eventually I can find a way to, like, pin it to the top of our page. But for some reason, it wouldn't let me do it. I couldn't find the little pin fun uh, function at all. So if you know where to find it, let me know. Any of you two or other podcast people... I have a podcast folder. Here it is. All right. Please play. I hope I don't have to, like, log in to do this. And I apologize for not being prepared. Here we go. All right. It's just a little short one. Waiting on it. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Freak. Berlin calling. Um, I thought I'd drop you a line and just say hello. Um, you're sounding better every week. Keep it up. Um, I hope your big boy is getting on well with what he's doing. And uh, don't let El Zombador bully you into craft beers. If you don't like them, don't drink it. Okay, this is Hex signing out. Stay cool. Oh, that was awesome, John. <laughs> you forgot to say hi to Micro, so next time make sure you say hi so that he doesn't feel left out. But that is so funny about the craft beers. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we probably called after listening to episode five without micro yeah it, so maybe that could be what it was yeah because that's says, the last episode that's been out it says there's seven more seconds on here so let me see if anything <laughs> else oh no it's just it just started over again all right <laughs> sorry not too good at this speak pipe thing that was our first one ever so please if anybody else is listening we would love to hear from you please go on the facebook page and hit the speak pipe and you can leave us a little message Eventually, I'll probably switch from that to uh, um, maybe if we can get, like, a voicemail, like, with a phone number. I need to figure that out. Or if you, you two want to figure that out, that would be awesome. I have a plan. I have an idea. You do? We I will discuss. So. We will discuss yes. post-show. All right. Either if you have a um, answering machine, then 
I don't think anybody usually has a landline. You could probably put in a landline and just hook up the answering machine to it and just have it take zombie anonymous calls. That would be cool, but I don't own this house, so I can't just throw a phone line in whenever. (laughs) Plus, it's an extra bill. That's the most old school idea ever. (laughs) It is cool, though. It is cool. I don't remember the last time I saw an answering machine. You know what? I don't know either. (laughs) I don't know either. You know, we have a phone we probably still have the answering machine in there but we turned off the landline years ago yeah we did I haven't had a landline in forever I was wondering well hmm I wonder if there's like a voicemail app like this that's just voicemail that we could do hey any ideas please Right to the Facebook page. Let us know. We definitely want to hear from everybody. That's why we're trying to figure this out. Indeed. It will be fun. So It'd have to be short, but I think there's an app that lets you... Oh, I can't remember if it was used with Twitter or not. Hmm. But it lets you just call in leave short messages. Well, maybe we should get one of those also for our Twitter page. That way we'll not only... Because there might be fans on Twitter that don't do Facebook and vice versa. Right. That way we're... You know, and then, like, since you're pretty much in charge of the Twitter freak, you could be in charge of that voicemail. And then I'll be in charge of the Facebook voicemail unless Eric's idea can bring us to some other revelation. So, we'll see. Possible but unlikely. My ideas aren't known for working. Well, then why did you bring it up? (laughs) I mean, really? It's worth a shot. I, I have hope. I have hope. <laughs> okay. We I'll will talk about it. We'll find out about that. Other... <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to do something. Because I, I love that. I was so excited when I got the email saying that we had a we had a speak pipe. So I'm definitely excited to hear from everybody. And I really want to get more interaction on the show. So you guys better get off your asses. You're not doing nothing but being on Facebook anyways. So you might as well write to us. You know? She just channeled Taurus for a second. What, did I? Yeah. <laughs> it happens, it happens. But uh, I mean, seriously, you're not doing anything, so it come talk to us. It doesn't happen, it doesn't happen to me. Well, it just happened to me. Well, he was my mentor. <laughs> so, anyways. Definitely want to talk to everybody. But anyways. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash zombieholics, and that's one word, all caps. And Are you closing the show before we even do the news? No, I'm just saying. I'm, I just okay. said I wanted people to get in touch with us. So carry on. News. Okay. What, what is he doing? Freak, you, had, you had a piece of news. Go ahead first. <laughs> Okay, I just saw this one <laughs> right before we started recording. Headline, Eating Human Brains Drove Evolution in Remote Tribe. Looks like it was just published earlier today. Oh, where's this at? Um, Papua New Guinea. That there's doesn't a, surprise me. <laughs> when a member of the tribe died, the four people, I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced, F-O-R-E, then... The women in the village used to dismember and prepare the body, which was then eaten. They would often feed bits of the brain to the children and elderly. As this custom of eating the brain of the disease is thought to have caused the epidemic in the 1950s of human mad cow disease, 
known as Kuru, within the Four People. But it looks like it's saying that along with causing the disease because they were eating the brains, it also helped develop uh, protection within them from the disease later on. Hmm. Interesting. Well, so where are they where are they getting these people from? No, it's their family members. It's the people of the village. They just eat them or they wait for them to die? Yeah, it says when a member of the tribe oh. died, the women in the village used to dismember and prepare the bodies, which was the neat. Grandpa died! Time to eat! <laughs> Cheaper than a funeral. Come and get it! Easier than burying them. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. Is that like something they've always done? Like part of their tradition? Does it say? Yeah. It is? Yes. Nah, I've never heard of that before. That's crazy. Huh. Kind of reminds me of uh, um, oh, Monty Python skit. A guy goes into the funeral home after his mom dies and he's trying to figure out what he can do with her. With her. And this guy's like, well, you can uh, burn her or bury her. He's like, well, what's the difference? Like, you burn her, you put her in the oven, burn her up, and take the ashes home. And I'm simplifying it. It's it's a lot more, a lot funnier. And so then, he's he's not sure what he wants to do. And so the guy's like, well, let's have a look. And he shows her. He's like, oh, you could eat her. I'll see if I can find find the skit on YouTube. I'll share it to our Facebook page. Okay, that's a good idea. (laughs) Wow. I wonder how many other countries do something like that. I've never heard of that, ever. Well, I think there is a disease you can get from eating brains. It might specifically be from eating human flesh. Right. Yeah. I know there's that Kuru. It's the, it's like the, the, it's the human mad cow disease equivalent. Yes, that's uh, exactly what this was about. I'm sure that... I've never heard of that either. There's got to be another another one, but... Yeah, because it's... it's uh, Prions, it's called. They're, it's a it's a protein di- driven disease. It actually just punches your brain full of holes. Wow. Yeah, it's it's not fun. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Where isn't that the place where they have the pygmy people in New Guinea? Isn't that where they live? And weren't they cannibals? Like just regular cannibals, not wait for your family members to die. Cannibals. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know very much about cannibals. Well, I don't either. I just remember like hearing about it, maybe like history class or something like that. That was, of course, like twenty something years ago. <laughs> yeah, same here. I don't think we talked about cannibals much in history class when I was in school. No, I just remember you know us talking about different countries and different things that happened in those countries. It wasn't per se a history lesson on cannibalism. What were you drinking? Did you get a new beer? Freak. Who? You, freak. Yes, I already talked about it. Oh, I thought you got a different one. I didn't see the bottle. And I saw it, and it looked like a Sierra Nevada to me. Nope, I don't have any Sierra Nevada. I've got one, but I think I left it downstairs. It's their torpedo. Yeah, because I've got a couple different ones. And my little pretend cooler that I made <laughs> which is actually a food storage container that's like spaghetti size like you could put spaghetti in it but I put ice <laughs> in it and I put like four beers in it so it works. it works it does it does 
Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so, okay, any news from you, Micro? I have two pieces of news to cover real quick. Uh, first thing, I'm sure it, it, the Facebook has been inundated with posts on it lately. Um, we're live lockdown. The the spinoff yes. that Casey Whalen's been working on, the Kickstarter has gone live, and they are absolutely kicking ass right now. They've raised uh, they, a significant portion of their goal, and they're doing very well. Looking at the prizes that are available, there's some pretty sweet stuff that's going to be up for grabs. I know I'm going to be uh, contributing myself. If you've listened to We're Alive, if you're a big fan of the series, and if you're a big fan of the audio drama in general, definitely recommend you head over to the Kickstarter and throw a few bones their way because it's it's definitely going to be a project that's worth worth it, worth your time. Yeah, I think I posted something about that maybe a week or so ago on our page. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, I cannot wait. Because, you know, like you said, the radio drama itself was, like, phenomenal. Like, professional all the way. And you couldn't wait till the next week for the new one to come out. Like, you had to know what happened next in the story. So I can't wait to hear this one. Right. And if, yeah, I, if I memory serves, I think they said it was going to be, like, three hours just just this series. Awesome. I cannot wait at all. That's going to be... Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Yeah, please go over and visit their Kickstarter so you guys can help out as well. Right, right. And uh, the other piece of news I have is about Fear the Walking Dead, the spinoff series of The Walking Dead. Uh, Kirkman, uh, Robert Kirkman, the showrunner, was just uh, interviewed a few days ago, and he one thing that he mentioned, and it was significant, is that what is established as canon in Fear the Walking Dead is going to be translated over to the original Walking Dead series. So any sort of rules to, the, to how zombies function that are established in the early days in this are going to be carried over. There, It's going to be the same universe, so all the same rules are going to apply. So this gives oh. them a chance to really play with the rules of the zombie. How does that work in that universe? And translate that back over in a way that they haven't had a chance before. Oh, that's going to be awesome. I can't wait at all for that. Oh, fucking August. Hurry up. I know. Well, at least for like a month and a half, we'll have something to fill, you know, in a month and a half, we'll have something to fill in for iZombie until that starts again. And then October, we've got The Walking Dead starting up again. That'll definitely be awesome. But I can't wait till this new Fear the Walking Dead comes out. I want to see what happens on the other coast. Right. How the way the schedule's it. looking right now, if, uh, if I'm doing the math right, which it's a fucking crapshoot either way, um, <laughs> Either we're going to have... Yeah, I know. Uh, August and September are going to be Fear the Walking Dead. Walking Dead comes back in October, so we'll have the, those staggered mid-season breaks, so we're going to have a significant period of time where we're going to be swimming in zombies, which is going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be crazy trying to keep up with everything, too. Because they're oh, yeah, going to have to overlap. Right. I mean, thank Eventually, God the ZFL is yeah. not going to have anything to do with the, with Fear the Walking Dead right now because we couldn't. I couldn't fucking do that. Oh, I know. God, that's going to be crazy. <laughs> the ZFL coming back as well in October. We definitely need to get people to start thinking about teams, and you know, as we get closer, then you can explain the rules again to our new listeners so they can get Absolutely. involved as well. And this time, and we will have actual prizes. Hopefully, we'll have prizes. We're going to do it upright. We're going to have a draft day. We're going to have a day for everyone to go through and pick, do the official draft to pick their teams. Yes, we definitely. Yeah, we'll have to sit down together, the three of us, and think of dates for all of that so that we can build up the hype. Yeah, for sure. 
Awesome. So do we have any other news? Ferris Bueller. 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 <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we will see you guys on Facebook, and hopefully you'll get caught up with all our episodes. Hopefully they'll get posted up ASAP. You know, we've got a little busyness going on at the network, so as soon as it dies down a little bit, things will be back to normal. So you can find me on Facebook, you know, my personal page. Just look up Jesse Pittsburgh. You should be able to find me. Um, our regular Facebook page I said earlier, I'll say it again, www.facebook.com backslash zombieholics, all caps, and one word. Freak, you want to go into our Twitter? You can find me if, if Twitter, ZMB Anonymous, and you can find me on Twitter at Freak5Chaos. You can find me on Untapped at Freak5Chaos, and, oh, I can't remember what the... <laughs> you can listen to last week's episode to get my um, Blizzard <laughs> nice. handle. <laughs> nice. I think it's Chaos Freak hashtag thirteen forty four, but I could be wrong about that. He'll post it up on the Facebook page. And you said yeah, this was your Blizzard handle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you play Blizzard, if you play Blizzard games, then if I'm playing, you can talk to me in the. This doesn't have to do with Dairy Queen? No, it's um, oh. World of Warcraft, Starcraft, uh, Diablo, and Hearthstone. I think that's all this is right now. This is all those funny names that he was he was throwing out last week that I had no idea what the hell was going on. <laughs> right, that's right. I didn't either. We were both sitting there like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'll plug Hot Butter this week. There's a yes. really <laughs> amusing podcast and welcome to the network guys well you might want to wait wait till after you've had lunch to talk because one episode i was listening to they're talking about food and got me hungry and i still had a couple hours till lunchtime <laughs> <laughs> micro oh yeah <laughs> so me you can find me on twitter and on tap both the same eda14 you can find me on Facebook if you really want to. Just search my name. And you can find me on Snapchat, Eric with a K, 1990, E-R-I-K with a K, 1990. Oh, also... Have you gotten two... any butt pics yet? I have not gotten anything <laughs> of any sort. I'm kind of disappointed. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. That episode hasn't gone out yet. Oh, I can't wait till it does. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Snapchat, so don't worry. I might send you I'm a Malibu, on, I'm, Malibu, I'm but thinking about <laughs> downloading it. Oh God, I feel I Got feel for you there. <laughs> Anyways, don't forget the two of you were supposed to post a picture of you know for us meet the podcast people on our Facebook page so everybody can see what we look like. Oh yeah, yeah. I did it the other day, so you guys can do it at your leisure whenever you feel like it. I posted one on ZRN's Facebook page. Well, you need to do it on ours. That one. Yeah, you can do the same pictures. Doesn't matter. And I forgot well, to say, baby face back then. That's right. <laughs> oh, he doesn't want everybody to see him like this. <laughs> the beardless. I don't have a baby face. You look way younger without the beard and the mustache. Like for real. Like, I look like the oldest mofo on here now. <laughs> you guys freeze up? 
anyways, and you can find me at Untapped at Jesse Pittsburgh. Um, I'm actually like 20 beers in, 20 different beers from 20 different breweries. So I'm like, yay. <laughs> Anything else we got this week? Just uh, one I more quick plug so. for the uh, for the Zombie Radio Network and all the guys over there. If Absolutely. you are listening to those podcasts already, please do. They've got we've got some great material over there. Like we said, it's not all zombie stuff. We've got a few zombie ones, and we've got a few like paranormal and controversy that kind of stuff. But there's a little something for everybody at our network, and we hope that you'll join and tell your friends. Good stuff happening over there. All right. I guess we're out till next week. I will see you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. My bud Sam Adams. We get a call from Miller. The man was having spasms. And he said, Dude, get dressed. There's not a chance in hell that we could miss this keg party up in San Miguel. Do I have to go out, dude? No, but that Mexican chick, Corona's there, and she's been asking about you. I hung up the phone. It's time to get dressed. I put on my magic hat and my shirt with the red stripe. We hit a bush dodging traffic as we pass by him in the Killian's red charger with the fat tires. Driving around for like half the night. Luckily, the blue moon provided natural light. We rolled up to the party. Everybody was rocking, playing Beck's old single on that iPod dock, and that's where it's at. My ears were all ringing. The party crowd was getting loud, and everybody started singing. La, la, Kingfisher wrecking his vet like automobile. Big leck. I poured myself a brew and drank half the glass. This ugly moosehead chick kept grabbing my ass. I told that ugly harp that she could go to hell. And then I saw Corona and she was looking stella. And down to have some fun. She's still a freshman, a youngling with the tongue ring. The alcohol was all clouding my thinking, so I slapped her on the hiney. Can I get you a drink? And she said, you're totally cute, and if you fetch me a beer, I'll let you touch my boob. Hell yeah, I went to get her a drink, then the party started moving, and everyone was all singing. Talking to me, his foster parents nicknamed him Milwaukee's Beast. Cause dude was big enough that he could tackle the world. He was like, Hey, Broski, you're jacking my girl. I should bust your skull. You look like a queer. I'm gonna challenge you to a game of beer pong. Of course, challenge accepted. You can call me Guinness, cause I'm touting the record. Beer pong's my game, and with my shoulder cocked, I bounce that ball in the cup. Like a rolling rock. We played for a while, and I was wooing them when I showed everybody who'd win the blue ribbon. And Corona was like, wow, the 
you can totally touch my boob now. I was El Presidente, or maybe a king with my corona in my new castle. Everybody started singing. La, la, bottles of beer on the wall. La, la, bottles of beer. You take one down, you pass it around, you got it. La, la, bottles of beer on the wall. La, la, bottles of beer on the wall. La, la, bottles of beer. You take one down, you pass it around, you got it. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.